Hello, the motherfunkers. Oh, hello, hello. How are we diddly doing? How are we diddly doing? Shelley and I have come together early in the morning, which is unusual for us, isn't it? It is. Now we have no excuse for sort of like, oh, knackered, I've got brain fog. Although actually... I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm in my late 50s. I look like I'm in my early 70s. Um, yeah, how was your night? Sleep. Yeah. Don't even ask. Don't even ask. I'm just tossing and turning, just offering him an empty sack each time. And the worst thing is, he's got such a bad comedy cold that in the shower this morning, I just had to sort of um, just wash off all of his dry snot around my nipples. That's how bad it is. And it was bright green. That's what I'm talking about. That's how bad he is. Oh, Not nice? Him. You asked. <laughs> I did ask. I, did ask. I can see him in the background now. He's lost all his hair. I know, which isn't a bad thing. That ginger can just shed for all that. I can just get rid of that. You're going to have a nice, fresh sort of, yeah, yeah. Be, just be, be different. I well, either prefer him to be platinum blonde or jet black. Or, you know, dark. But anything but that sort of, you know, the sort of way from that sort of um, Apologies ter- terracotta. to all the terracotta gingers out there. No, listen, um, I love it. I love it for myself. We've done it. We went through that phase for about six, six weeks. It's enough. This is what Shirley does. She speaks out of line on the podcast and afterwards she can't sleep and says, can we just edit it out? I go, but it's already dropped. She goes, please, let's just edit it all out. Me, all my ginger mates are going to be so annoyed. Yeah, she goes, I've got so many ginger mates. Anyway, he's looking lush. And I love the gingers, FYI. <laughs> So, ladies yes. and gentlemen, and those who identify as other, we were talking last week about a gig, weren't we, that we were going to do? We were going to compare a 50th. It was so funny. And the, the, yeah, me just saying, I'm going to end up doing it alone. I know me, just me up there by myself, everyone loving me, me loving myself. It didn't happen. I mean, it happened, but I wasn't any part of it, sadly. Shirley went on solo merengue and she was an absolute triumph. It was actually, I mean, we say in a, a triumph. It depends um, through whose lens. It dawned on me when I was there, when I entered the Bloomsbury Ballroom, 150 people, James Bond themed. I mean, they had the, in the bar, they had the dry martinis stacked up like a massive pyramid and it was completely OTT. I realised I hadn't been out in two years. Like I haven't been out in a space like that's that. That's a long two, time. I mean, that's like you've done time. That's, exactly. That's really so imagine you're on day release. I was traumatised. I was completely traumatised. There were so many people coming up to me telling me how fabulous I looked. I, guys, sure. I was in a beautiful tuxedo. It fit. I had to, I had to get the Spanx on and I really had to, you know, breathe in and fasten, but it fit. I wore with my beautiful, um, can I just say the story about the tuxedo? Cause I was telling someone on the evening and they said, if that happened to me, I would have dumped you. And I thought, hmm, I wonder how you feel. So I took my winning partner to New York for her 30th and did a lovely, lovely itinerary, but we were out shopping. She says, I want to get you something, anything you like. And I tried on this tuxedo and we went to the till and they said how much it was. And she said, I beg your pardon. And they said it again. And um, she said, looked at me as if to say something, there's been a mistake. And I said, no, you heard him. You heard him. $1,500. You've got to give us the amount. because $1,500. $1,500. Okay. $1, so and this lady who was hearing this story just said, on her birthday, she bought you something to yes, that. I person. pick. You pay. <laughs> I pick. You pay. It's always been. Any hoot, I had to back to the evening. I was so overwhelmed by the 150 people, the noise, all the sort of Shirley Bassey hits that I had to just escape to the loo every sort of maybe 25 minutes and sit on the loo just for some hush. Time out. Oh, I Shirley. need to time out. And I think I, I'm sure a lot of people out there can identify and relate that we just feel a bit sort of not ready for it. it I think I, I, I could have gradually 
sort of um, introduced myself to public life. Instead, I threw myself into what was like an Oscar ceremony. It was like, it was like yeah, it was like an awards ceremony. It was so, you know, dazzling. Well, and, well uh, done for having done it is all I I did say. it though, I did it, Shirley. You were and missed. Amazing. Oh, Everyone asked, I've... where's your long mate? Where's your long mate with the attitude? And the yeah, long yeah, face. where's your Larry long mate? I said, um, uh, she don't want to get COVID and they all look really concerned. I said, you know, the chances are, because it's one in nine, it was one in 19 on that night. And there were 150. One in 19, sure, but I had just had it. And listen, I'm really- Oh, to tell the people why you didn't come, because they don't know. I didn't go because um, I wanted to keep clear, clean and clear, because I'm shooting actually an advert today. I'm being picked up at midday. I'm shooting an advert that's going to be only aired in France. I'm playing a crazy French mum. And I've met my crazy French husband and he's actually from Glasgow. And he seems very nice. And he lives in a houseboat. So, um... I'm excited. And as for my children, I haven't met them yet, but they're apparently very nice as well. So I'm looking forward to it. And I bet family. your children are like teenagers or something because yeah, that's how you get paired. Apparently because of licenses, licensing laws, they can't be too young. Otherwise, you know, they need to break every five minutes. So um, we're going to work straight through to the night and I'm looking forward to my new family. Thank you. Let's talk about TV this week, Shirley. Did you watch? Did you indeed watch? This is going to hurt. Yes. Ep one only. Ep one only, and I loved it. I watched it's it alone. Read it in a way. If you can imagine, though, for me, it's quite triggering because both yes. the major operations they do are the forceps delivery yeah. and, the, and the cesarean, which is... That's and I why. That's why I, I wanted you to watch, you to watch it. it. I wanted yeah, to, you to, to get really sad. I wanted you to go back to those places yeah, and just enjoy to, the darkness. Yeah, I wanted you to get really sad <laughs> and watch it alone. I think, yeah, you should watch it alone, actually, in the dark. Watch it alone. And if you cry, let your tears, let them fall. Um, I just felt I, very uncomfortable and sort of thought, gosh, what women go through. It's not okay. See, now can you see that cesarean isn't particularly sexy? It's brutal. It's not okay. And it's certainly not sexy. And that's stitching up that he did to um to wind her up certainly not I mean that was like Frankenstein that was really something else um so Ben my, Mishaw really... is utterly dreamy I've always he always loved him before he was famous I saw him in the green room at the National Theatre and I was with um, a boyfriend at the time I know who knew Stop. and I look at this guy and I said who, who's that guy there because he was so compelling even as a punter in the green room he just sort of all sort of sinewy and snaky and sort of combing his hair with his long fingers and I just thought wow you're so delicious and mysterious looking and so dark how about that story that your um then your your then boyfriend told your former lover told us that um they both went up to the same part in perfume the film perfume and in the casting remember the last recall and he was just Ben Wishaw was found just um chewing at bark up a tree he literally was up a tree just chewing on bark he got the gig, though. He Method. got the gig. Or he got the gig. Yeah. Um, so my unwilling willing sent me a very interesting article in The Times um, about it. And it was talking about the fact that obviously it's Adam Kay's memoir for six years. And Lucy Forbes, the director, she said she really wanted to do it differently. Lucy Forbes, weirdly, I am going to drop a name, is um, my father-in-law is her godfather. Oh, I know. You're, you're, so, you're um, practically related then. That means you. that your husband, your husband yeah. and her... Our brother and sister, god sisters, god brothers. Sure. But she's so your sister in law. Lucy Forbes is your sister in law. Well, no, I wouldn't go too close. I wouldn't be. That's that's really it's close. But yeah, it's, and I've never met her, but apparently she's very, very, very nice. Um, so listen, they borrowed newborns. There were 15 unborn newborns that were penciled in for the shoot according to oh. their mother's due date. Guess how much they got paid? What, the newborns? Yes. 
the ones the that basic the nine the sort of like 150 or yeah. 90 quid yeah. they had no they, they they had 30 on set and they were paid 100 pounds and the makeup artists used to have to go around and just smother them in water-based makeup and blood I would never, ever, ever let my three or four day. I mean, I know, you know, um, I may be on the on the um, poverty line now. Not really, not yet. But um, hundred quid just to sit. And also, this was during the time of COVID that they filmed this. There is um, no way on no this way. earth. There's there isn't really a figure for me. No. There's just no I way. Just I'm wonder, a billion, quadrillion, quadrillion. I would not do it. I would not, not, not but do it. But what am I going to no, do with the Cadillac anyway? But people really wanted to have their babies. It's like, you know, call the midwife. But anyway, apart from the um, real babies, there was a lot of prosthetic, a lot of prosthetic. Because I know you've only seen Ep 1. We're down to Ep 4 now. And um, yeah, a lot of prosthetics. And it was amazing. They needed a convincing level of blood splattered onto their scrubs. So the midwives and the obs and gynae doctors sent photos to the costume department. The costume department was like, no way. Because what I found really realistic, what was quite triggering for me, having had a, you know, a natural birth on all fours in the birthing suite, is how much claret there is up the walls. Yeah. You just don't know the amount of blood one well, loses. Well, that's exactly that. That was the triggering thing for me when the, the poor girl who had preeclampsia, I knew she was going to have something because, yeah. you know, she comes and got a headache. I got an itchy panty and they go, yeah. go home, you know, because she's annoying and she doesn't even look yeah. pregnant. You know, just go home. Um, when the blood was going everywhere, I was just like, I couldn't breathe because yes. if you because I lost over three liters, which for people who can't imagine, just imagine the big Evian bottles. That's one point five. So two of those plus. Mm. And, and I saw that's the blood there and I go, mine was even more. So I can imagine. And that's when my molding partner was just thinking the, the bells were ringing. They couldn't control it. They just couldn't stop the bleed. Yeah, that and is I wrong. couldn't see it. But then all of a sudden you get to be on the other side and you go, that's what it must have looked like. And just going all over the floor and just everywhere and all over the um, doctors and the nurses. It's just, oh, you know, and I was very, the bunting, the bunting. Because I remember you telling me about the bunting that was just covered in blood and just kept coming. I mean, something else. And that's what just another, what do they call it? The, yeah. The, um, the, the the cloths and no more yeah. and they were just pulling out of my funny like a magician just so much gals I don't know what these things are called gals anyway gals. so it was interesting I watched it alone in the dark and I just thought wow but you know what it's triggering but at the same time you go I got two children and they're yeah. healthy for now it was worth it you just and it's a real life depiction how... of what it's like and I thought that was pretty brave and it's about effing time and on front row yesterday sorry to bang on we'll stop this segment in a bit but on front row yesterday they were reviewing it and there was an actual real life doctor on it oh yeah what, is, what did they say Gosh, she, she was fun she said it's really realistic it's done really well she said all those things don't bother me because you get used to it desensitized she goes what upset me most about it was um, the lack of communication which is a real thing um, on, on these wards and I'm sure on many other wards um, just that sort of system. And that's when things go wrong because people aren't communicating. And it was in 2006 when things were really dark and gray and grim and they were just making their change over to computers. So that's why they're doing all the hand um, written out the uh, instant forms and everything's just taking so long and people aren't, messages aren't getting through and there's just chaos. She said that's what she found most upsetting because it was exactly like that. Guys, watch it. If you haven't already, give it a watch. I've thought about new pronouns for ours, for us. I don't know if I'm allowed them. Because, you know, people write, oh, he does more and more. I always see people, his, her, shim, them. I don't know what, you know, I'm not allowed to take the piss. And yeah, I am. Um, I think yours could be tit and tooth, only for now. But when they, when you stop breastfeeding, that can go. And mine can be leg and back. How about that? Am I allowed to put that at the bottom of mine? How about leg and crack? 
crack and a crack shawl. Looking crack also works because we don't want to draw attention to your brock back. I mean, the reason you're, you're drawing no, but it's, it's a, bit it's a long back. It's a long back. That's probably it's a long back. It's a long leg, and you've got um, a big turf and a big tit. Okay. Do you think? Yeah, I think this probably is taking the piss, but I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get a few chortles out there. I'm. I get so scared. I get so scared. I mean, oh gosh. I mean, <laughs> shim her. What's it called again? I mean, what was mine? It's him. Her. Him. She. She. Her. Uh, please and keep he. Listening. His. And they. Are they. Yeah, them. You know. they, they. Them. them. Yeah. They. Them. So. They, them, those. Cellula, celluci. Okay, all I'm saying is, am I allowed leg back, leg crack? What am I allowed? Okay, we're gonna. You're allowed. She, him. She, his. Oh, no, gosh. No, no, I had a really <laughs> terrible night last night. My one started playing up, isn't it? So You're allowed. She, his. Okay, I'll, I'll stick to <laughs> she, his. <laughs> so. Ha- where are you at with your sort of post-pregnancy puppy fat? Um, and how are you feeling about I, it? Where is okay. it situated and how are we feeling about things? I'm back to total normal, except I'm totally normal, except I'm still quite wrinkly in my front. Yeah. flash. But apart from her, I'm not, in fact, if anything, I'm back to, um, you know, I was heavier when I was sort of drinking in the beginning of lockdown. Yeah. So You've I'm totally... had a little cuddly, you know, it's always been nice and cuddly there. Paunch. Um, it's it's just a little paunch. Apart from that, I'm basically, okay. Yeah, full of, um, sort of red and brie. Me, well, the thing is, I've just been, I'm not back at all. This, this pregnancy has been weird. And I think they say, I don't know, I think it may have something to do with the C-section. I don't know. But I've just sort of recently seen my, um, for JJ, because it's been a while. I've got fat fanny. I've put on weight on my fanny. Yeah, it's so weird. It's really spongy. Just you know, like on the top. And I just like sort of squidge. It's really spongy. I've got a fat fanny. That's where my weight's gone. Spongy, so sweet, a spongy fanny. Really spongy fanny. I tell you, talking about fannies and the fact that it's um, Valentine's Day. The day for the lover. My, again, my unwilling willing sent me an article about um, how to get in the mood, even if you're a parent. I think he's urging for some um, bump and grind. Um, so these are the things you've got to do, Shirley. You've got to flirt relentlessly with your partner. Stop it. D- date your partner. So keep it sexy. Don't talk about the children. Date them. Yeah, Schedule in sex. That's very you and your willing, willing. Mm-hmm. Um, drop the comparisons. Yeah, but yeah, but she does. I do. He said, she said. Practice gratitude. I'm so thankful for. Thank you for my. I'm I enjoying do that. This. That's, what, that's the only thing I do out of that list so far. Practice self-care. Now, this is the only one for me, which I think actually, yes, if I practice self-care more, it gets me more in the mood. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm the same. I'm the same. I, when I, get, when I used to get a Brazilian wax, that was it. I was up. And yeah, a, yeah Brazilian Stop wax and a blow dry. Yeah, but the problem is you then just, you know, you used to grind up against a lamppost and you had attitude. That's the, <laughs> that's the problem. Um, wear lingerie. Now, I'm afraid I can't drop my bra at the moment. I just I can't. But they do do sexy sort of um, uh, nursing bras. I just don't have them. And who were a really though? Imagine if sort of like a in satin, sexy. you know, nude color. Nice. No way. Sequin. Uh, don't skimp on foreplay. And then finally, finally, move out of the bedroom. What into the laundry bin? Or indeed, or indeed what? The the playpen? Just you know, a bit of Lego up your a, a hole. I mean, what I don't understand where you're meant to go. Fair, fair enough. Do, if you're they, do they expand on that? No, just move out of the bedroom. Oh, you know, that of like kitchen surface and all that shit. No, who wrote this? Because it's an absolute bollocks. Of course, this it's so easy romper. to say those things, isn't it? Don't date. Exactly. Be sexy. Wear, wear sexy things. Lose some weight. It's so easy to say those things. But the, the reality know. is, 
the ones that you can, the ones that I think are healthy on that list is don't make comparisons. Um, I love going, well, so and so and so and so haven't had any for me yet. Um, so do you say well. that? I see, I do, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. and so, so you're doing quite well. Um, two years as a barber salt. And uh, <laughs> practice gratitude as opposed to ingratitude is a, is a good thing because I always check myself. I go, no, these are the things I'm happy. It makes for a much thank happier life. Thank you for life. my fourth meal of the day. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you I for didn't... picking up the pill again. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose these things are fine. I mean, the one thing for me is, yeah, it's true. If I go for a funny wax and I get a blow dry, yeah, or even if I'm control wearing that. clothes that aren't covered in vomit and pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm because sometimes it's so easy isn't it? some mornings to wake up and just go, I can't be bothered. Just why why even get in the shower and why even change my clothes? Because I know what the day holds. But actually, you must. You must get in the shower. You must change your clothes. And it really does, some makeup. does put on a little bit of makeup. It's yeah. not for, and it's not about the patriarchy. It's literally just about feeling better in yourself. And when you're better in yourself, people respond better to you. People respond yeah. to beauty. People respond to beauties. If you're not beautiful yourself, no one's going yeah, to respond. They respond to beauty. And um, beauty is within. So, you know, everyone stands a chance. And at the same time, beauty is the eye of the beholder. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I went for a casting yesterday and my American accent was terrible. Goodbye. So, I mean, I don't want to lower the tone, but um, oh, the energy, the energy price cap, you know, household's <gasps> going to be hit. Are you scared about that or does it not? I am really slightly like worried that? about the state of everything. And I do like to watch the six o'clock news every day when I've got both kids howling in either ear. And it does really scare me that it's going to be, I mean, it's no joke now. It really no, is. No, it's no joke. joke. And, and a lot of, I mean, so many people are going to, I mean, are going to be fucked. Uh, it makes me really sad. I mean, uh, to give you a sort of price figure, it's around £673 on top of your bill. Okay. Yes. And one of the most brutal uh, offenders is the kettle. Every time my you boil that kettle, it. it's, yeah, we've always known. Actually, it's much better if you just boil some water on the hob. But That's who what my mum does. Yeah, well, sometimes, well, I'm... She also has a thermostat. Okay, now listen, this is what I want to Is it called a thermostat? Is it called a thermostat? A thermos. Thermos. Your mother's doing what I'm about to tell you, a little bit. But she has been doing this since 1981, which is the year I was born. Yes, and I know she hides her money in the cistern, under the pillow, in an old shoes. I know. I'm I'm after your mother. I'm a man after her heart. Sounds dodgy. Anyway, so this is what you do, because every time you boil the kettle, that's about £400. If you're a regular tea drinker, which I know you are in your family, my willing partner likes at least five cups a day. Um, it's about four hundred pounds a year. Okay, when you see it like that, you go, actually, that's a lot. On top of the on the rise and on top on top, it's a lot of money. So that's exactly what they do. They suggest okay. you boil the kettle first thing in the morning to the top. You make your one cup of tea, put the rest in the thermos. It stays hot all day, and you make your tea from that. Not only are you okay. saving oodles of cash, it's also very good for the environment. That is all. Talking about the state of politics, I heard on um, Women's Hour, there was a woman on Mumsnet who said, I would rather give birth again without any drugs yeah, than I get know. involved in politics. Did yes. you hear that? Yes, I did. Okay, that was funny. And then let's talk about the fact that the dick is out. Oh, yes, Cressida. Gosh, I thought you I got witch dick. Boris, I didn't see witch that. Witch dick, I've for ages. been yonks. Um, listen, the thing is, yeah, the dick is out. And actually... What's hilarious is that morning she said, there's no way I'm going. I've done really well. I'm very brave. Thank you to me. 20 minutes later. See ya. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but I've always been been really impressed that there's a woman in that position, but then I've always been quite disappointed in her. She's never once spoken out against the the metropolitan she's never really and it's been a mistake after mistake after mistake yeah, between and her it, it's and, just um, too DJ. many things she just sort of yeah. like brushes things under and just goes no we're doing a great job no you're not acknowledge that you're really it's not actually, 
a shitstorm. Those text messages and racist remarks and, uh, you know, sexist remarks and homophobic remarks last week was so appalling that on Woman's Hour, again, which is my only reference point at the moment, um, they couldn't couldn't even read read them out. And the ones they did read out were awful and terrible, terrible. So there we are. So I'm afraid someone, something's got to give and it's her and it's her. I wonder who will replace. Anyway, that's all. That's this is not our department politics. I mean, no, it's really not. I I have to say I would rather not give birth without medication, but I am not informed enough to uh, (laughs) remark. (laughs) Um, What's your winner winner? Would you prefer to start with your dead duke? Oh, we're there already. You're every week. Oh, oh, it's been 47 minutes. Have you there already? Yeah. Well, we didn't even get to talk about Pam and Tommy. Never mind. Never the mind. Leave them for next week. Because it's one a week, isn't it? Well, I think you can watch two and then it's one a week. I've been banned from watching Pam and Tommy. Why? By the winning partner. Because Pammy did not consent to it. And she begged them not to do it. And now she's reliving the horror the whole time. And that tape has been buried. And now everyone's looking for it again. And it's exploit- uh, exploitative. And um, I really did want to watch. And I said, no, actually, Pammy, I stand with you. And my friend as well. She read all the articles. She goes, I'm not watching it anymore. And I said, no, me too. Um, so that's sad. But now that I know, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I think do. it's a very good thing for Lily James to do, actually. It's the sexiest I've ever seen her. Normally, she always just looks like, a, you know, something of a Beatrix Potter. But actually, she they've really made her look good. She, and she's really good in it. But apart from that, we're not going to watch it. We're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Sorry, she's like already it. watched it. She's already, I've already watched, watched it. it. Um, no, your winner, winner, please. My winner, winner is that I got my spanks on. <gasps> yes. I got a sharp tux on and heels and yeah. I did the gig. And you kicked it in the dick. And I kicked it in the dick. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. What's your winner, winner? My winner, winner is the fact that I have given up my day job. And oh, I could just see my unwilling, willing, who's just walking our, our baby across the street. That's very funny. My winner winner is, yeah, I've given up my day job and I'm going to shoot today. I'm going to do a shoot, which is really fun. And it's something different. And I'm not up at dawn having had 90 minutes sleep. So that's, although I look like I had about seven minutes. Um, And my dead duck is the fact that I'm completely blocked in one ear. I think I've got a waxy ear because I've I've lost my, I can't, I feel very discompopulated, Shirley. And I know that this isn't a patch on what you have gone through, what you are going through, but um, it's a sympathy ear. I've got a sympathy ear. Yeah. I really wanted to get it sorted before my pickup, before I get picked up for my shoot. Will I? Let's find out. It sets off the whole system. So I feel. It does. It makes you feel very distant. Yeah, and that's why that's why you can feel very isolated when you lose your hearing because you just don't feel part of it. You feel sort of on the outside looking yeah. in. Let's not make this dark. Let's not get dark. Um, no, well done. Let, let us know how that that filming goes next week. I my dead, dead yeah. My dead duck is um, I got my spanks on, got a sharp tux and heels on, and I went and did the gig, and I felt fucking awful to be honest, but I did it. So that's the winner. Winner felt awful. Um, had to take the heels off after the first set and get my flats on. I know you told me, if there's one piece of advice I'm going to give you tonight, don't wear the heels. Happy feet, happy person. Your feet look after you. You need to look after your feet. i got nice feet, you know. Why don't you just put on your brogues? Your, your, your willing partner's got loads of brogues. Why don't you just borrow hers? Because she's a size five. We'll just squeeze your foot in. That's going to be more comfortable than putting on your pair of heels. Who's looking at your foot anyway? Yeah, that was the conversation we had. I thought I was going to be the only, because it was uh, James Bond themed, I thought I was going to be the only female James Bond, but my gosh. So, Lindsay Duncan was in a, just a full-on, like... I bet me- she looked fabulous. Male sort of, yeah, a court shoe and... Do they call them court shoes? That's for a woman. A woman. You know what I mean. 
And yeah, she did look fabulous. That everyone was just hanging their bow ties loose. All the women were just hanging their bow ties loose around their neck. I was going for more sort of a vampy look, Shirley. But anyway, I yes. can imagine. I very rarely see a boat bloke in a bow tie <laughs> these days, or even a tie. My um, brother-in-law, actually, it was his son's christening last Sunday. He didn't have a shave, nor did he even wear it put on a tie. He barely put on a shirt that was ironed. And I said to him, well, actually, my husband said to him, in fact, it was his brother, said he looked like he's just on time. He's just like been sleeping all night in the cell. I mean, what is the matter with the people these days? You know, obviously, his, uh, his partner put on a lovely dress. She looked lovely. She got a blow dry, put on a heel. She looked great. And he just looked like he'd, you know. Do you think he was up for the christening or do you think it's something that's not really his thing and he's doing it because his lady wants to do it and that's what's expected of him because it sounds like I a bit of a rebellion maybe I, d- I don't necessarily I just think that he could be asked I think that you know and he was if, actually a very if nice they if they listen to this, are you okay with that? Or are we going to have to edit this out again, like all the other segments? No, by all means, I'm name, and I will do indeed shame. Richard, wear a, wear a tie next time, yeah? Well, thanks, guys. Thanks it's so much. Been, it's been great to be here first thing in the morning. It has, the day it's with real you guys. It's real spring in my step I on my right side. I feel all of you, by the way, all seven of you, I can see your faces. I can, I can, you know, I can see where you are when you're listening to us. There are actually more than seven. I checked our figures. They're quite impressive. Nine, we're up to nine. Up to nine. Twelve. Twelve. No, it's good. It's better than that. It's better than that. Carry on listening, guys. Um, we'll be back next week. And um, thank you. And do spread the word. You know, if do, you're enjoying us, do spread, spread the, the word. word. Thank you very much. Ciao for now. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Bye.